Maybe Craig's not going to join us. Wouldn't that be fun? If he doesn't, we'll just stick with the uh, the video. We'll try again. Now recording. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Goblin Beat Goblins Gaming Podcast tonight. We are actually going to start our Water Deep campaign, and we have six people right now lined up to to play this sucker. Um, so it's going to be a madhouse. Um, and, uh, I uh, am going to be leading this three-ring circus. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, I'm Matt. I will be playing Oliver Firewing, your local and happy-go-lucky pixie bard. Uh, first time I've ever played a pixie, uh, at least in 5th edition D&D. Uh, and then uh, also the first time I've ever played a bard. So, no, wait, that's not true. I may have played a bard before. Yeah, I did play a bard. I had, had a book of songs. Anyway, I probably won't do that this time. I'm busy. I'm going up. All right. So I'll be playing Oliver Firewing. We have a lot of other people who join us tonight. This is going to be our first session. So I'm just going to go around and let everybody introduce themselves and what characters they're going to be playing, starting with. Brandon. So Brandon. Hey. Yeah. Um, so um, we decided to expand our uh, library of uh, books and options for uh, our crew on Roll20. And so we have uh, a lot of fancy new races and skills and classes and stuff. And with that, I decided to go ahead and try a uh, Leonin, which is basically uh, Lionel from Thundercats. Um, and uh, he's a rune knight. And so we'll kind of see how that develops as we go. Um, yeah, so uh, he's coming into this after uh, losing his tribe and joining a roaming band of um, uh, demi-humans who um, made uh, their way whatever way possible. And so now he is in Waterdeep. All right. Some things out. And when he grabs his sword, just right, it grows. There you go. Also joining us tonight, we got John exercising his shoulders and his beard tonight. What, what's up with you, John? Who, who are you bringing to the table? I will be playing Cyril Osteroth. He is a half-elf sorcerer. Not my first sorcerer. I played a dragonborn sorcerer who met a quick demise. Um, but this is my first half-elf. On a train at that, um, too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Cyril is uh, is the son of a bookseller in Waterdeep, and he discovered um, a book hidden back in the shelves of his father's shop that wrought some strange changes upon him. Oh, hit puberty earlier than expected. Uh, I was wondering who's going to make that joke. Puberty would have been much cooler if it would have given me telekinesis, like. Uh, like it did for uh, Cyril here. Uh, but I will also be using a fancy new subclass. I'm using the Aberrant Mind Sorcerer. So Ooh. it's the uh, the psionic flavored sorcerer. Interesting. All right. Thanks, John. And I'm going to uh, kick it over to whoever's next. Who's next? Uh, let's go with Jesse. Bazinga, Jesse. Bazinga. No, he was totally pointing at Alan on my screen. Yeah, um, well. he was actually pointing but, yeah. at you, Jesse, on the stream, so that worked great. Oh well, on my screen he was pointing. All right, whatever. So, <laughs> uh, 
I, I didn't pick one of the new races. Um, I am actually going to be playing a drow um, from a destroyed house, uh, castaway, or cast out, I would say, of drow society. Uh, faction agent for the, hang on, Bregendierth. Did I pronounced that correctly? Yeah, that's right. Bregendierth Company of Mercenaries. Um, I oh, am good. playing the Bladesinger class, which is a wizard. Um, that was redone in Tasha's uh, to kind of make them more melee-centric, at least in Tier 1 and 2. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm playing a wizard, Drow. Name is Ilden. Uh, and that's how I'm in Waterdeep. Excellent. Before the, before the half-elf came along, the Drow was the most normal one of the bunch. But now we got a half-elf we can send into places without attracting too much attention. Yeah. All, all, all these guys who slap a bandana around his head, he's good. I, I, so if you read my character description, I definitely do wear a bandana across my face. <laughs> One, because I'm drow, and two, because like I'm burned badly. Oh, well. I think they want to make sunscreen by now in D&D, but no. If you can have a two charisma, my guy has it. Just you never open the radiator right after you drive the car. Good advice. Especially Good advice. not magical drow cars. All right. Then we got Ben, uh, who's also going to be playing tonight. And uh, Ben, who are you bringing to the table? Um, so my guy is nothing new at all. I'm going with a Undred, pretty much as generic as it gets. Um, but I, he's going to be a Goliath, so that's pretty cool. And basically. Oh, his name is Kane Natureface. Any related to Taserface? <laughs> uh, maybe some distant relation. Though. Okay. But, I could see Taserface yeah. being a Goliath. Yeah, I yeah, could. Uh... Um, but he is... He was just kind of... He was raised with a tri- like a tribe. Like a legit tribe. But he just kind of wandered off as he got older, just more and more longing to travel and see different kinds of names. So, so he says, we all know why Goliath people get kicked out of their tribe. Bad guess. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't... Eating, eating too much sauerkraut? I'm not... I'm waiting on this punchline. Yeah, oh, this there's no punchline. This, this is lore. It's because he's weak. Oh, uh, he's got a, he's got a whopping twelve strength. Well, yeah, what a weakling for a Goliath. Say that to his bear okay. form. Oh, he's safe. Say that All to right. his nature face. You mean he's just a goat right now? He's just a goat. Yeah, a goat? I say it's it's a I get goat and giant goat that are available to me because of flying speed. Yeah. Flying All speed. Right. Yeah, uh, goats goats have a flying speed. It's a druid thing. Like level four. Okay. Ghosts and D&D have a flying speed. Right. That's let's awesome. Get, let's get back on the rails. We're already we're already veering off. All right, and uh, last and certainly not least, got Alan joining us tonight. And I have no idea who Alan's playing because I didn't even know he was going to be here. Yeah. Alan, Alan, what are you What are you doing tonight? Um. So first time playing. I should let everyone know D and D in a long time, like two years or so. So bear with me if there's a lot of questions. Played a lot of uh, 3.5 and 4th edition in high school, and then for a while, a little bit 5th edition when it first came out. But tonight, I'm going to be playing a cleric. He's a variant human. 
cleric. So um, uh, House Fyland is he's of a noble house who's pretty established in Waterdeep. They like to collect monsters and tame them and train them, and the ones they can't tame, they chop up and sell the parts. Uh, so grew up in kind of that setting. Uh, really into Gond. He's a god that likes to invent things, uh, which fits because I'm playing a forge cleric. So um, going to be a forge cleric who likes to make things with metal, sometimes heat it up, and uh, have a, uh, a, a an interest in uh, the Malerkin and uh, the uh, the dwarven group that first settled the plateau. Well, after the elves, but then they they found the mithril beneath there, dug down there, had an alliance with the elves for a while, but then when the elves went to their Evermeet and had their battle, they just sort of like dug deep into nowhere and were never heard from again. Um, so my character's a little bit uh, infatuated with their history because he likes to invent things too, and they were great craftsmen. Um, and yeah, that's uh, sort of what I'll be playing. Nice. Awesome. All right. So uh, sounds like we're ready to go. And uh, I guess to explain a little bit more connections, um, a little bit more background, uh, all, Oliver Firewing and Kane Natureface and Treus Windsong all met up uh, out, outside of Waterdeep and traveled to Waterdeep together. Uh, basically, I just fell asleep one day on the the you know giant shoulders of Kane Natureface. Since I'm just a little pixie, he didn't realize I was there until a couple of days later. So it was too late for me to go back to my nice little pixie glade. So I figured I would just go wherever the Goliath took me. And uh, as the saying goes, as, as the pixie saying goes, because uh, it's happened more than once. It happened to a cousin of mine actually. Um, but anyway. And then we met up with the uh, the lion creature there uh, on the way too, and he's like, "Wow, look a pixie and a giant. Where are you guys going? We're like, water deep. It's like, cool. Let's go. So that's how they, we ended up. Ended they found up a tin man deep. too, but they left him. He was a loser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we didn't. Yeah, we we were told there were no war forged in this campaign, so we had to we had to leave had to leave him behind. So that's right. We're like, sorry, dude. Eberron is that way. Oh, oh, yeah, it's my bad. So, yeah, that's <laughs> true story. One war for. All right. So, um, so Jesse is is not. Uh, well, he's not sharing video right now. He might still be around, but he's he's going to be in and out anyway because the Braves are playing the World Series tonight, and we're just we just appreciate him showing up at all. To be honest, you know. No, yeah, yeah. Be, I'm trying to Atlanta teams choke it. I was just how See, works. why would you even put that bad juju out there? Oh, come like, on, you can go man. on mute. It's, it's gonna look good. And, and why did you have to phrase it like that? Choke it? Come on, man. You know, I mean, it's kind of like saying the sun's gonna rise tomorrow. Like, really, what do you? This is not a sports podcast. Good God. Back right. <laughs> so, so, yes, the three of you arrived in town, uh, and as all strangers in Waterdeep do, you look to find. To find an adventuring group to join and you know kill some things make some money make a name for yourself that kind of deal um i'm gonna say that for whatever reason probably because his uh his family likes to catch likes to capture uh monsters that 
Durgan is uh, has tasked Ildan to help him find some adventurers to work with. One, so that he can eventually go into Undermountain and check out all this dwarven stuff that's to be down there. And two, to kind of make his family happy and catch some monsters and that sort of thing. So Win-win. Uh, yeah. So Ildan has, has come up has uh, come up with Cyril uh, at a bookstore just randomly, probably. And, uh, hey, hey. You guys can decide decide how that happened if you want to amongst yourselves as we go. But uh, And then uh, he also just found a wandering group of demi-humans in the streets trying to drink out of one of the fountains and, uh, and told them to show up. Also at a tavern by the name of the Yawning Portal. Uh, apparently a somewhat famous tavern in, in Waterdeep. Uh, those of you who are from there know that it is. Those of you who are not, just take their word for it, probably. It's uh, famous for having an actual yawning portal in the middle of the tavern where sometimes monsters come out of, and sometimes adventurers go down to get into Undermountain. So, so there you go. Yeah, God, I can't imagine what their insurance is like. Uh, great place to hang out, though. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think they have insurance. To be honest, probably it's not. Never, never boring. Yep. Um, let's have let's do this. Let's have everyone since we have tokens up. John's already ahead of me here. <laughs> let's have everybody roll initiative for me. Do this. All right. You have, remember, you have to select your token. And then you click the initiative button on your character sheet. And be good to what go. a great first roll. Probably the best one you had this whole campaign. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, Alan, Alan if you haven't, if you haven't done this before, uh, you have to select your token on the map, have your character sheet open, and you've already done it. Never mind. And you click the, click the initiative button towards the top of your character sheet. And that'll put your initiative in the initiative order. All right. Okay, so um, Kane and Oliver, the two of you, walk into this yawning portal place first. It's fairly early in the evening. Oh, hold on. He walks in. I'm flying above his shoulder. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, how how tall is Oliver? It's like two foot something. Yeah. Uh, please, please tell me that he uh, turns to Kane six. frequently and says, Hey! 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 <laughs> sure. No, I'm much too charismatic for that. All right. Uh, as you walk in, uh, you both notice uh, someone you already know, sort of a friend that you've got here in town. Um, who is your friend, Oliver, that you know your friend, <clears throat> from the friendly faces? Oh, my good friend, Three Strings. Oh, yeah, that's right. You see Three Strings, the bard, who actually works here in the tavern he's known as three strings because his loot only has three strings on it uh, the other one's broken but he makes do as best he can he's kind of awkward uh doesn't do that great but you know he tries his best he smiles and waves at you as you uh uh come in and he's actually talking to uh kane's friend as as y'all come in kane who is your friend do you remember uh, my friend is funny Bonnie the barmaid. That's right. Bonnie the barmaid. So she's she's running around getting everybody drinks. Uh, she stopped to talk for a minute to uh, three strings. I'm going to show you these as we go, just so you guys can see them. I know you can click on them yourselves, but 
just to see how this would go. All right. Um, Bonnie just says Bonnie. That. Bonnie and three strings look like they'd be a cute couple. I mean, not to get off topic. I'm just sorry. <laughs> All right, dude. It's well, a, it's the first episode. You can't be shipping somebody already. That's right. Yeah. They. Uh, Bonnie looks like she takes no crap. Probably true as well. She has a barmaid. All a right. lot of jokes within that statement, but just gonna let them go. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so they were talking, you know, when, when you guys came in, and uh, he waves at the, waves at the two of you, and, and she comes over and tells you to sit sit wherever you'd like. Probably not too close to the uh, actual hole in the ground. It's you know never overly safe to sit there. Yeah, don't sit with your back to the yawning portal. That's pretty much a rule. She asks you guys if you want something to drink. She says, uh, as always, the Shadow Dark Ale is good tonight, if you'd like to try that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I'm feeling particularly feisty, so I'll take a regular size glass tonight. She, she looks a little shocked at that and says, okay, it's, uh, it's your choice. <laughs> well, I'm so. holding the regular glass like this. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I think it's a thimble. All right. Uh, soon after that, Durgan, you show up. You're supposed to be meeting with Ildan and this uh, new group of adventurers. He gave you uh, a brief description of everyone. You know, there's like one really tall Goliath guy. There's like a fairy or something, a lion person. You felt like it would be easy to find this group in a crowd. Uh, you don't see all of those, but you do see a fairy and a giant person. So maybe maybe those are the right ones. Um, but you also... Um, as you're walking towards them, you see another friend of yours. What's what's your friend's name, if you recall? Obaya, Uday. Yeah. So Obaya, she's uh, also a cleric. She sees you and she says, Oh, uh, good evening, Durgan. Nell and well met. How's, how are things at the Yawning Portal these days? Well, it's been, been slow for me. Are you still trying to get a group together to hopefully go down? And she gestures at the giant hole in the ground. Eventually, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think I think that it's in the works. I'm uh, meeting some folks here tonight. She she nods. She says, "Well, um, just please heed my advice. Don't don't go rushing down there until you've gotten some experience under your belts and, and make sure everyone can take care of themselves. It's very dangerous down there. But when you do get to the point of going down there, let me know. I'd be happy to help finance it, uh, buy any items that you don't you don't want." Uh, if you find anything of interest down there, anything like that. That's, like I've told you before, that's really, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm in Waterdeep. So uh, keep me in mind if if and when that day comes. I think you went on mute, Alan. Uh, You must have done. Oh, yeah. Definitely interested in you uh, financing the expedition. We can talk more about that. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I don't mean to keep you. And she, she uh, gestures for you to go about your business. As she has, she has a bunch of sheets of paper in front of her. She's reading over. There's money to be made. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, you uh, walk up. Are you going to walk up to Oliver and Kane? Yeah, I think I probably recognize that Kane is who I'm looking for, and Oliver too. All so right. hello. I- I'm sitting in my little seat, and I got the big glass, you know, kind of in front of me, like in between my legs and my lap. I got a ladle, you know, fairy-sized ladle, you know, dipping into the glass, and which is like a teaspoon, basically. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a teaspoon that I took and bent, you know, so I can hold it like a ladle. Gotcha. Crank out of it. The straws have yet. I'm going to have to make some props for this game. Anyway, <laughs> hello and well met. Hello, you must be Oliver, and Kane, I presume, is the gigantic being right next to you. Kane's just sitting there. He actually has two bar stools that he's put together to sit on. One brace cheek. He just like does a little salute. At... That's right. Often many people get us confused, but you got it <laughs> right. Uh, it was lucky. 50-50 chance. Indeed, indeed. With a name like Firewing, you know, sometimes people think that's that's my big friend's name, but it's not. It's mine. Oh, yeah. well, great. Like you guys already got the drink started, so it sounds like you're you're getting ready to, to go find some monsters. Uh I mean, we're we're here seeking fortune and fame and if if hunting monsters is how to do it, then that's how we're gonna do it. Isn't that right, Kane? Hi. <laughs> so, so he's not like a super talkative guy. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't really have his own, I guess, what would that be called? Like dialect or anything mm-hmm. like that? He doesn't really have that developed. So he kind of picks stuff up wherever he goes, like weird accents and stuff. Okay. All right. I feel like we're going down the Jay and Silent Bob road here. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, around that time, Cyril, uh, in between reading books and such and, and looking over your own book, you you managed to make it to the Yawning Portal finally. It's, it's getting late. But do you think you're pretty much on time based on what Ildan told you? Cyril? Cyril. All right. Are um, you doing uh, suppressing fire? Not, no. Not Cyril. Cyril. <laughs> oh, okay, just making sure. All right. Um, but you are so allowed yeah. to say phrasing. Yeah, when when, when I walk in the uh, the yawning portal, I look around. Um, I see my friend Jalister over in the corner, uh, and he perks up like he wants to talk to me, uh, but I realize that if I talk to him, I'm going to be there all night, and I have other business to attend to, so I just pretend like I don't see him. Oh, he, yeah, he, he like uh, perks up and like lifts his hand up and then just sits it down and looks really sad. Just kind of like <laughs> like a tear just rolls into his into his ale. He just keeps drinking it. He, he's he's a good guy, but he's he's a talker, and I mean, you know, I've I've got business to attend to tonight. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, you uh, you do see the group. You probably know Durgan Filand or or have heard of him. Uh, do you remember? Did you decide what part of the city your bookshop was in? Your family's bookshop? Oh what no, I didn't ward? pick a ward. Anything? Okay. I, I should have thought of that. That's uh, okay. So uh, you know that uh, the Filands are in North Ward, uh, Southern North Ward, so kind of central to the, the city, actually, not too far off. Yeah. The yeah. No, my my father, he was all the time trying to find stuff that would uh, fetch a. a a few dragons from the from the nobility, so he knows all the he, he would all the, all the time talking about the the wealthy families, the noble houses, right? So you recognize him, and then from uh, from Ildan's uh, description of the others, it's not hard to to pick out a fairy and a Goliath sitting together either. So you see them on the far side of the bar, basically. 
Yeah. Um, so I approach. I see they're they're all uh, drinking, which is appropriate for a tavern. And uh, introduce myself. I'm I'm Cyril Osteroth. Um, as I pull up a stool, and uh, I give them each a, a good once over. I look them up and down. These guys can work. Hello. Nice to meet you. Uh, I guess you're here to uh, meet our uh, our potential employer here as well. I'm just here uh, looking to uh, eventually get into the uh, into into the Undermountain. Uh, Hi, Cyril. I know it's yeah. Dangerous to go alone. Hey, and uh, nice to meet you, Cyril. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am Durgan. And uh, have any of you ever been in the Yawning Portal in Undermountain? I've been in the portal many times, uh, but uh, never ventured underground. It's too, it's too dangerous to go alone. So Apparently. take this. All right. Well, speaking of going alone, you see uh, the the last two members of your group show up together. It's uh, Danny Trejo, the lion, and uh, Ildan. <laughs> Please tell me he wields dual kukris. <laughs> it's up to him. Exactly. Hey, Trejos, where are we here, buddy? Uh, you guys, uh, you two can decide why one, two of you are together. Maybe someone thought. Uh, Trios was an actual lion, and, and Ildan had to save him, or maybe you were just walking around. Talking. I was saying, like, I was, I probably had to round him up. Yeah. Probably yeah, this is Trios' first time into an actual city. Yeah, he's probably yeah. lost somewhere in Castle Ward or something. Had to be. Yeah, somebody's right. armor was like making a spot on the ground, and you just followed it halfway through the town. <laughs> so, <laughs> shiny. Had to, had to run after him. You can't take him through the bazaar because he might run into a yarn <laughs> shop. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, uh, I'm constantly having to cast dancing lights like a laser pointer to like keep him following me like back to the tavern. Oh, it's wonderful that you can do that. Every once in a while, I'll just see him. <laughs> he's not high. He's just entertained. Shiny um, now, uh, the Treos walks in and takes a look and just kind of notices them uh, waving over at him and he nods his head and uh, tries to make his way through there without knocking anybody over. He's not quite as big as the uh, the Goliath, but he's pretty decent sized and uh, just not used to this many people around. Right. Well, as the two of you head over there, you both see someone else you know. Uh, I think you both have the same friend here at the portal. Yagra. Yeah. You see your friend Yagra. She's a half-orc with an attitude, which, I mean, comes standard with most half-orcs, but still, she's a mercenary. Yagra, I thought you were supposed to be watching him. She says, I'm watching him right now. <laughs> Clearly, you weren't watching him the entire time. You're supposed to be meeting a large group of people here tonight, and I've been rounding points, them up all she, week. She points, she points over there. There's a bunch of weirdos yes. uh, gathered around a noble over there at that table. That's exactly who I'm looking for. She grunts, goes back to drinking. <laughs> uh, so, so as I was saying, you wouldn't know it, but nature is actually everywhere, even in a city like this. I mean, look down there. 
where people are always spilling their beer. See that going in between the cracks? See that? That's that's a that's a kind of mold that only grows here in the Yawning Tavern because of the specific brew they make here. See? Huh? Crazy how nature works, right? Speaking of, yeah. Bonnie, how about a round for everyone? <laughs> she goes, uh, Stuart, put it on your tab. Of course. And I think Obaya's financing this expedition. Uh, she didn't say anything about that. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought um, I misunderstood. Put it on my tab. <laughs> I think she said she would if we went down the portal. Yeah, if you guys go into Undermountain, she wouldn't mind helping finance. That's what she said. Yep. All right. Um, so, yeah, so uh, she just has you, like, uh, take your signet ring and tap it on, on a little thing to prove that you were actually here today. And she she puts all the food and drinks down on your family's tab. Ooh, there's food too. Yes, it's potato skins, but yeah, mushrooms. Got any mushrooms? Stuffed mushrooms. That'll work. Right. Stuffed with that that uh, distinctive mold that you know so much about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And moss. Uh, and and which means there's actually a specific kind of cave cricket that also lives here and only in this tavern because it only feeds on that mold and moss. It's a whole ecosystem. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so, uh, Ildan, you, you get over there and he finally stops talking about moss and crickets. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you've, I guess you feel like you've done Ooh. your part for, for Durgan at this point, right? Yeah, so Durgan, I know they don't look like much. Um, and some may talk too much and others don't talk at all, but I think it'll balance each other out. Uh, <laughs> but we should have a, a strong enough force to at least start learning to work together. And I met Cyril, uh, obviously poking around in his bookshop way too much, trying to increase my arcane understanding. So good to see you, Cyril. We have, uh, we have anything you could wish to study in our bookshop. Moss and crickets. So my oh. my work is done, unless of course you'd like me to go too. Um, Are you leaving? You just got here, man. <laughs> we don't even have the tater skins or the stuffed mushrooms yet. I've literally been herding cats all day. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm ready. Herding cats isn't that a sign that you might be a serial killer? Cyril says with one eyebrow raised. No, drows are not serial killers. They're just misunderstood. You said herding cats, not hurting cats. Yes. No, yeah, herding, herding cats. Herding. Oh, yeah. herding. All right. Our friend Treos resembles that remark. My mistake. At this point, the box text. Treos just kind of looks at Joel and doesn't really quite get it. Just shaking his head. You sit around a sturdy wooden table lit by a brightly burning candle and littered with plates, <laughs> cleared of food, and half-trained tankers. This is obviously after the potato skins have gotten there. The sounds, of, the sounds of gamblers yelling and drunken adventurers singing body songs nearly drown out the off-key strumming of the young bard three strings a couple of tables over. Then all the noise is eclipsed by a shout. You pig! Killing me mates, does ya? Then a seven-foot-tall half-orc, uh, which a couple of you know is Yagra, 
is hit by a wild swinging punch from a male human whose shaved head is covered with eye-shaped tattoos. Four other humans stand beside him, behind him, ready to jump into the fray. The half-orc cracks her knuckles, roars, and leaps at the tattooed figure. But before you can see if blood is drawn, a crowd of spectators clusters around the brawl. What do you do? Uh, Treo stands up and uh, is uh, looking to jump in on what's going on. All right. Well, why don't, why don't everybody uh, roll I... me a new set of initiative, then we'll, we'll kind of decide what you want to do okay. in, in order. Can I... Okay. Before that starts, can I use like religion or something on those tattoos as a, or is that going to take an action? Um, I will let you. I will let you on your turn uh, as a free action make a roll for it. Anybody, anybody that's from Waterdeep can make a roll on that on your turn. You just have to remember me that you want to do it. I'll make the stupid dice go away again. <laughs> go to the uh, on the yeah on the cog uh, found it. and unclick. 3D dice. Enable 3D dice. All right, thank you. Sorry. That's fine. You got, to, you got to change all your settings every time you enter a new one of these. Yeah, and every new game, it's like... Meh. Yep. Okay, has everyone rolled? Yes. All right. Okay, Oliver, what are you going to do? I, I guess I will stand up from my stool and take flight. Um and I guess, you know, fly over towards the area to get a better look at what's what's going down. All right. As you get over there, you see uh, uh, the half-orc. She's got a this guy in a uh, headlock and is just beating his face to a pulp. Uh, but the other, it looks like the other four are about to jump in. What you want to do? Hmm. I guess I will. Did I notice that a couple of my new companions seem to be friendly with the half work when they were on their way in? Um, make me a perception check, DC ten. All right. No, you did not notice because you rolled a one on your perception check. Right, 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 right. Good deal. All right, so I guess I don't know. I don't really know what this fighting is about and who's good or bad. So I'm just going to kind of hang back and see if one of my friends gives me some direction. Okay. Um, you can give me a uh, an insight check if you want. Okay. And uh, I mean, I also have a background as court as a court functionary. So if these people have anything to do with government or whatever i guess i would know that anyway insight you said yep the 13 yeah you can tell that the uh the four other humans are getting ready to jump on on top of this half orc and try to stop her uh, she's pounding her their friend in the face not really sure what their deal is either yeah all right well, uh, well you, just, you have that information you can you can uh, keep an eye on them if you want to yeah, yeah. I mean, if it looks like they're about to, like, you know, really beat the hell out of her, I'm probably going to have to intervene. All right. Ildan, you're next. Um, I'd say I'd have Strix fly over the brawl so I can kind of see what's going on as I approach. 
Okay, yeah, you immediately get the same basic, basically the same view that uh, Oliver yeah. got as you're trying to push your way through the crowd. But none of them have jumped on her yet, have they? Right, no, that's what they're preparing to do so. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think I'll go ahead and um, uh, unsheathe my short sword and try to smack one with the hilt in the back of the head. All right. So you want to just like intimidate them into not not uh, jumping, piling on, or? Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll draw my weapons as I approach from behind and right. see if I can. Uh, so you're really yeah. just getting you're really just getting their attention uh, off of her. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and I can actually have Strix fly down and actually swoop on one of them. To distract okay. him as well. Uh, give me a... What's a good skill for you? That would work for that. Um, mm, nothing really. Uh, nothing that I'm uh, trained in. Yeah, give me... <clears throat> I'm not a charismatic person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just roll, me, just roll me a d20. How about that? Okay. Oof. Two. All right. Yeah, you get the the one guy's attention, but the other three don't notice. He turns around and says, "What's wrong with you? Can't you see something's going on over here?" And he sees you're a dark elf, and he looks a little confused. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but you've got you've got him distracted at least. Durgan. Do you? Oh, uh, do um, you, you want to make your roll to see if you if those eyes? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if insight would be best to figure out the situation or. Um, Given to have some baseline knowledge in the city or religion to, I guess what I'm most interested in is trying to find out who, who are these people who are attacking this half work. Um, yeah, give me insight might work. Uh, since you're from the city, you can give me insight with advantage. Okay, uh, so I just click the advantage button at the top of the character sheet and then yep. click and then it. Click it. Okay. That's right. Yep. Yeah, and then you click the, uh, the skill. Okay. Um, Okay. All right, 13. You know a couple of things. You know, one, that uh, people with those tattoos are normally members of uh, the Xanathar Guild, which is a uh, fairly well-known criminal organization run by a beholder that lives somewhere in town. Um, and you know that they have been fighting with... Uh, with at least one other criminal organization recently. So this may or may not be related to that. Okay. I'm assuming they're not like allies of House Filand. Nope, they are not. Yeah, for the most part you guys try to be law abiding, I think, with your with your monster catching. Okay, I'm not really sure what people are gonna do, right? Uh but these are my new business associates, and I'm hoping that we are going to have a fruitful time together. So I'm just going to go ahead and cast Bless. Okay. Are you pick? Is it three people you pick for that? Uh, yeah. That's right. Hmm. He's closest to the action. Let's see. Um, I'm guessing people have already kind of started to survey the situation, so. Um, Strix and Ildan, or Ildan and Oliver, and then uh, Oliver's friend Kane. Okay. 
All right, so Kane, Oliver, and Bill Dan are all blessed. Mark you guys with something here for that. On the board, see if I get it. And that lets you add a D4 to any roll you make, basically. All right, Treos. This is jumping uh, up, and as the others, um, they haven't actually jumped into the fight, though, right? They have not. Uh, he is going to, um, if he can get between them and uh, Yagra doing her fight, um, he's going to ignite and get as close to the size he can, and he's going to do his uh, daunting roll. Yeah, you can get in between them. As a bonus action. All right. So, what does a daunting roar sound like and do? Eh. Uh, it is a shit your pants type of lion roar that. Uh, nice. They have. It, it, honestly, <laughs> actually, hearing it in uh, Kenya, it is literally a shit your pants type experience. Uh, but the um, they have to uh, do a DC save. Um, that is equal to eight plus my proficiency bonus and my calm modifier. Um, and that's a wisdom save. Right. And that's my bonus action. Can you click the Can you click the speech bubble for it to make it pop up? For yeah. Me? Thank you. Right. <clears throat> Creatures of your choice. It's those four guys, basically. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can grab them here. Oh, cancel. All right. Wisdom saves. All right. Uh, looks like the one that's uh, messing with uh, talking to Ildan over there succeeds. The other ones all fail, so they're all uh, cowed, basically, so they're not going to try to come any closer to you. He yeah. basically just stands between them and uh, the fight. Yeah, they, their eyes, all three of them, their eyes get big, and pretty much everybody else in the crowd on that side just kind of takes a half step back and goes, woo. <laughs> all right. Uh, Cyril and Kane, are you guys going to do anything else? I do see that happening. Yeah. Um, Cyril's sitting there. He picks up his tankard for his drink. Um, and as he does so in his uh, left hand, he's uh, rolling around a not quite spherical black stone. Uh -huh. Um, and uh, suddenly, over top of like directly centered over this uh, this brawl that's broken out, uh, the sound of a city watch patrol breaks out. Uh, it sounds like signal whistles blowing, uh, and you hear what sounds like a, an authoritative voice saying, "What befalls? Do we need robes here?" Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. As soon as uh... That is heard. Everybody starts to scatter, not just the uh, people brawling, but uh, everybody starts to make way. Uh, mainly because most of them were probably expecting that, and uh, they were distracted, so I'm not going to roll for individual saves for everybody in the in the bar. But yet immediately, immediately has the reaction that you're probably looking for, which is everything starts to calm down. Before he does that, um, that the entire time, Kane is... Um, throwing tankards at the fight, 
and then picking up another one that was somebody else's and finishing it off and then throwing it in there. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're just standing behind the wall of people drinking their drinks and throwing them toward, towards the fight. Yep. Got Very it. Nice. Okay. All right. So when that when that happens, uh, Yagor lets the guy the guy go and he he coughs and sputters, and uh, one of his friends, uh, you know, helps helps him up and says, "Let's get out of here." He says the guy's name. If anybody uh, wants to try and catch it, make me a anybody can make me a perception check DC twelve to hear the guy's name. I did. I got a thirteen. Hmm. I rolled a one. <laughs> Or at least a couple of you heard it. His name was Bob. Yeah. That's what John got. Got a seven, so... Oh, man. Treos, oh, I know his life story. Yeah, Treos, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy accidentally oh, whispered. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Well, you do have those those cat ears. It probably makes it easier to hear. He dropped, the guy dropped his diary at his feet on his way out. Right. <laughs> so they call the guy with the tattoos, the eye tattoos all over his bald head, they called him Krentz. K R E N T Z. Krentz. Come on, Krentz, let's get out of here. And they all. Uh, normally, uh, formerly known as Krentz. Run out. Uh, as, as that happens, um, uh, you hear sharks of alarm suddenly ring out from the other side of the bar. And you all turn and look to the other side of the bar, and you see. A hulking creature climbing out of the shaft in the middle of the tap room. A monster with warty green, a monster with warty green skin, a tangled nest of wiry black hair, a long carrot-shaped nose, and bloodshot eyes. As it bares its yellow teeth and howls, you can see that a half dozen bat-like creatures are attached to its body, with three more circling above it like flies. Everyone in the tavern reacts in fear except the barkeep Dernan, who shouts. Troll! At least he's hung over. <laughs> All right. Um, so let me. I'm gonna space you guys. I'm trying to put you kind of central over here. Uh, so you were like there, there. Oliver was over here. Kane Nature Face was was back here throwing drinks at people. Uh, it was Tom. And. Durgan, They've got there. a cave troll. Right. Okay. And then. Sorry, I'm moving stuff around. We have an elf with a bow. <laughs> right. Uh, we do have some elf type people, anyway. Okay. Taking there. Taking there. All right. So basically, just north of you guys, uh, on the map here, is where the troll the trolls has jumped out. Uh, the barkeeper down there, Dernan, he's the one yelling, and then Yagra is uh, she's just basically standing up in the middle of you guys because she was just getting done with her own fight. And I'm going to roll initiative for all of these. And sort. Because I got this handy initiative thing in the jigger. I can do them all real quick. All right. 
Oh man, okay. These uh, immediately what happens after he screams out troll is that those flying Balak creatures just start swooping through the crowd and picking out you guys because you're the you're the obvious PCs in the crowd. <laughs> um so yeah. Bring it. Character sheet on this little guy. Okay, so the first one uh, swoops down. It's going to swoop down at uh, Kane Nature Face, I guess, because he's, he's the closest. Ooh. And try and do the old uh, blood suck on his uh, forehead. Let's see. A 13 to hit. I have no idea if that hits. Or... That looks like your AC is 15. Yes, it is. All right, so that misses. Uh, yeah. Next, another one swoops down and tries to uh, do the same thing to Ildan with a Rude. 19 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, these things are. are I can't see your rolls, Danny. Are we not yeah. supposed to? Uh, this thing, it's, it's one of these things where it does whisper by default. I hate, I hate it when they do that. I think you have to change it in the game settings. Yeah, or else you have to do it. Well, the problem is or I haven't. You have to do it for each individual one. Yeah, I haven't set that way in the game settings, but like once some of these modules, when you load them, they just automatically set each token up to be that way. Gotcha. Because uh, they're all preloaded. They tokens. do that because they expect uh, GMs to cheat. Yeah, yeah. Just in case you want to fudge, exercise your DM abilities. Right. All right, but anyway, it's a nineteen for five piercing damage, uh, and if it hits you, it's now attached to you. Um, I'm gonna mm, roll a nineteen. Yep. What are you thinking? Just thinking, I wish I'd have cast Mage Armor on the first round. Mm. Well, I was assuming that we already had Mage Armor up because who wouldn't? Well, I know it lasts eight hours, but you still got I it. didn't tell Danny that I had it, so there's not much I can do. So, okay. All right. <clears throat> So you take it is attached to you. Uh, let's see what I can do here to make it look attached. Cancel that. Uh, token for attaching. We'll just use. We'll just use that for now. All right. So Danny, do do we not have major armor up then? Um. I, I guess it would have been good if you were wanting to do it. If you went ahead and like. Spent the spell slot and told and set it up front so that yeah I already had the spell slot spent I just didn't say anything but if you don't want me to have it I won't have it yeah let's yeah let's from now on I mean if you want to start if you want to say from now on hey I'm just going to go ahead and spend that every day that'd be fine but since we didn't talk All about right. it up front let's not have it on yet okay I did I turned it off then right. okay next uh, the barkeeper. Uh, Let's see. He uh, pulls out from behind the bar this giant, a giant greatsword, jumps over the bar, and starts running over towards the <laughs> troll. 
Yeah, so he gets That's your boy. <laughs> he gets to. He gets all the way to the troll. He's gonna double move, just not get to uh, attack or anything. So, get out of my, get out of my tavern, you stupid troll! All right. Then the John Lowry style John runs up to him. That's right. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> all right. Punch him in the right. run away. All right. He get he gets up to, up to it and looks over at you guys and says. Somebody find some oil or something to dust this thing with. We'll burn it. All right. Uh, Yagra. She is going to stand up. That's going to be half her movement. And then she's going to start moving. She's going to move to here and try and hit the Sturge that's on uh, Ildan, since that's her friend. That's my, that's my girl. Uh, she tries to hit it with a mace. A 16, I think she's going to hit it. She does. She crushes it. She just slaps it right off of you and it splatters to the ground dead. All right. Nice. Oliver. I guess I'm going to try to find an oil lamp. All right. They are all about the place. Make me a perception check to find the closest one. My perception's not been so great. Uh, I predict it's probably not going to get much better. And I was right. A nine. Okay, you find one that's uh, it's right over here, right next to Cyril, about ten feet away from you. All right. Don't forget, you can add d4s. Uh, oh, yeah, you're blessed. Was, yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good point. I should probably. I should probably do that. Well, isn't blessed just for? I thought it was just for attack rolls. But... Attack rolls and saving oh, throws. Attack right? rolls and saving throws. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay. Oh, well, you know, I was right for once. All right, so yeah, just a nine. So he says right here. Right here, yep. Yeah, all right. So I'll fly there. That's 10, 15, 25, 20, 25, 30. And I guess I could try to huck it at him. You can, yeah. You're, you know, while you're in melee with the Sturge, you're going to try to swing at that, or you could try to huck the oil at the troll. It's up to you. Um, I guess I'll try to... have to take the troll down first, don't we? Yeah, I'm going to try to huck the oil. I'm going to listen to the guy who owns the place, so I guess I'll just try to huck the oil at the... All right, at do you troll. have any kind of thrown attack that you can do? Uh, yeah, give me a dagger attack, and we'll just uh, we'll use that for your attack roll. You can add a d4. Yep. Right. Oh, yeah. Well. You can set up bless as a attack modifier that you can just have checked. That's alright. Nice. Well, a twenty-three to hit hits, so you like uh, hits it full in the chest, and the oil just like pours all over its body. All right. Anything else? And then. Uh, do do cantrips are those bonus actions? <coughs> oh no, it's an action. Bonus, yeah. Yeah. It's a full action. That's all right. It would have been cool. I could have used Druidcraft to start the fire, oh. but I also have to wait. All right, Ildan. All right, <clears throat> you got blood sucked. Yeah, right. Um, so I'll have Strix. Fly over at the troll and swoop at him right when I uh, shoot a firebolt at him. All right, so he's doing the help action for you? Basically. Yeah. Got it. Yep. 
and I kind of twirl my rapier around and you know do, do a thrusting action towards him and launch a firebolt 17 for three damage right, that hits him and uh the uh the oil on his chest and everything is gonna catch so he's gonna take an extra four damage from that so he's he's burning just a little bit and that's I'm, i'll just uh stay positioned where i am right now next to my friend yagra all right. All right, Is there uh, an oil lamp between me and the troll? Um, make a uh, perception check. Okay. What were you asking, Matt? Oh no, nothing, nothing. I I, get, I was going to say something, but I realized I was wrong about it, so I stopped. Okay. Do I see one? An 18. Yeah, there was one that was basically right next to Oliver. He just didn't see it a second ago. It's right here. Okay. So I guess what I want to do is advance as far as I can and pick that up on the way and then throw it at him. All right. Well, you can move all the way to him. You'll just have to... Well, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 20, 25. You can get all the way to him, but you would have to have to take an opportunity attack from the Sturge. If you, okay. if you go past it, I can move this dragon out of the way. There we go. Could he not walk up through here and not he, take the opportunity? Five, he could, 10, but he won't. 15, he 20, won't have enough 23. movement to get all the way to the troll. Yeah, five, ten, gotcha. fifteen. If he's wanting 20. to get in melee. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna risk a blood suck and pick up the. So I could actually get to him in melee, melee this guy. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'd, I'd want to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna also, if I can, pick up that lamp on the way mm-hmm. since it's in the path, and then try to get to here. All right. And you don't want to hit the bat. Um. Well, I kind of would just want to focus on the troll with my searing okay. smite. All right. He. Roll a 17 to hit the Sturge uh, does as you go past it. I have a 19 AC. Hey, blinks off your armor. What is it? As it tries to tries to stick its sticker stinger into you, misses. Mm-hmm. All right. Give this searing smite a shot, uh, and then I guess an attack roll as well, which I haven't done before. Four. Yeah. So the. Searing smite will be part of the attack. Yeah, I have to hit, I think. So bear with me. I'm trying to see where I click to, to actually do the to cast the the dice for the attack. Alright, let's see. So you cast You should have in the middle whatever weapon you're attacking with as an option. Yep, so your mace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here. just click on my mace. Got it. Yep. All right. A 20 for 7. That's going to hit. And then you just click the Searing Smite thing down there as well. Okay. Damage. And then. Let's see. I didn't have to click damage again, but I did. And then 
I already. Uh... Oh no, no, you didn't. You just wanted to click the searing smite thing. That's all you wanted to do. It wasn't a second uh, attack. I I I just hit the damage button again the second time, so I guess we'll discount that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you just and want then... to click searing smite there in the attacks area. There you okay. go. Yeah. It was asking for input value to cast at what level. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so Searing Smite's first level spell. So when you cast it, it's a bonus action, so you could cast that and then attack, basically. That's, that's the way that the order that works in. And since you okay. hit, you do an extra 1d6 fire damage. Uh, and it causes the target to ignite in flames. Of course, he's already on fire. So it's just that much extra I... fire damage to him. Okay. So I do did... think that it's concentration. Yeah. Yeah, but... It... Uh, let's see. He did seven bludgeoning and three fire damage. And I think. I guess basically you. I don't think you have to hold hold concentration after you hit it with the attack. I think it's just on fire now. Okay. Uh, at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, the target must make a con save. So, there, so you still have to concentrate on it to keep it burning in every round. Okay. Okay. So that means I lose the bless, right? Yes. No. If bless is concentration, oh, yeah. it does. Yeah. All right. So we'll it is. About. Sorry, guys. That's good. That was that was a good catch. Okay. But uh, yeah, you hit him. He's in bad shape. Treos. Uh, he's over up there and uh, smack him. Thirty. So he's going to patrol as well. All right. Okay, I was trying to get farther over, but I can't. Um, so with the Albion there, is there a help action that's being provided, or is it just regular? No, time? it's just for me. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, the the owl familiar has a swoop action to where they can distract an enemy to give you advantage, but they can't. Oh. They don't take opportunity attacks. When I was talking about that, I was like, I have another character that does the uh, the same thing with the owl. I didn't know that you can select it for just uh, a specific person. So it's the next attack is how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, I am going to uh, slap them. Well, if I can, let's see. I think a 22 will probably... I haven't even checked this thing's AC yet, because you guys keep rolling so high. <laughs> Roll slap. Alright, yeah. Uh, 22 to hit. That hits him. 6 damage. Yeah, I don't have any type of uh, like second attack or any of that yeah. stuff. So Yeah, you're level 1. Alright. Yeah, I know. Well done. Uh, patrol. So with... What was it with the Searing Smite? Is that the beginning of its turn? So it makes that. Let's see. At the start of each of its turn, the target makes a con saving throw and takes damage if it fails. Okay. So they make a Constitution save. An eighteen, so he passes. All right. So you're not concentrating on that spell anymore, Alan. So he, he takes that. Uh, he pats pats the fire out a little bit on himself. And attacks, um, let's see, he is going to try and bite Treos. Why would he want to do that? 
Uh, he's, a, he's a crazy troll, so. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but I'm sure why not. You look that's tasty. A, that's a 15 to hit. Nope. All right. Uh, so you don't take any damage from that. The uh, Then he swings one of his claws at Durnan. A 22 for 13. That hits him. Takes 13 damage. And he's going to swing. I guess he's going to swing his other claw back at Treos again. Uh, a critical failure. So he does not hurt you. All right, Cyril. It's a 13 right. drop our cleric. That was Durnan that got hit. The uh, the barkeeper. Oh, okay. If you hit me yeah. for 13, right. I would go down. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think All any right. of us have 13 hit points. Cyril gets up from the table, steps away, and uh, as he does, he begins chanting in some language that uh, I don't know if anybody else uh, understands it. Um, but he's looking directly at the troll and uh, he casts uh, Dissonant Whispers. All right. Trolls being famous for their wisdoms. He's going to make a great wisdom save here. Got a two. So he fails. What language were you using? Um, Do I just, do I say? Yeah, I don't Would know. You so, know? Well, so his, so his, it's only in a language it knows, I guess. His character, <laughs> his character doesn't know what language it is. If you tell me what languages you speak, if you're interested, I can tell you if you understood it. I know dwarvish, under common, and under common. Well, hold on, I have base languages too. Sylvan. All right, you do not understand it then. Common, okay. druidic, and giant. Nope. Deep speech. Dwarven, I guess not dwarvish. Um, yes, you do understand it. Oh, what did he say? Deep speech it is. Uh, I don't know. What what do you think you what did he say there, John? He doesn't know uh, what he's saying, uh, but but what do you think? Your mother was a hamster. Uh, uh, I whispered something in, in the the vein of uh you'll rue the day that you came out of that hole. Flee to it, fiend. Okay. Uh, so when he when he well, does that, keep me up all night. I'll tell you that. When he does that, the troll start, starts like scratching at its own head, and uh, you're not sure if the spell hurt it or if it's scratching its own head hurt it. But anyway, it got hurt. <laughs> and... Um, hang on just a second. It says, on a failed save, it takes the damage and must immediately use its reaction to move as far away as its speed allows from me. Uh, okay. All right. Well, it uh, so it it climbs halfway, uh, moves away and climbs halfway down the uh, the uh, hole there in the middle of the tavern. It's like in the hole now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would that not trigger trigger opportunity attacks? Um. I- Guess it would. Um, yeah, here we'll let, we'll go in opportunity attacks in order of initiative here. Uh, Durnan. All right. So Durnan will attack it uh, with his sword. Um, let me make sure he's not whispering. 
Of course he is. Stupid whispers. All right, he attacks. Uh, he kills it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good night. <laughs> yeah, it, it it turns to move, and he just uh, one swift swing of his great sword. He lops its head clean off, <laughs> and, and just starts cleaning cleaning the blade. Yeah. You guys have never seen this guy fight before. That might be what every swing he takes looks like. But that looked like a really good one. <laughs> took 13 damage and then came back with that. Yeah. He got a crit for 21. Uh, let's see. Yeah. It says it takes an extra 14 damage if he rolls a 20. Wow. Yeah. Takes an extra 14 slashing damage. And he rolls another d20 to see if he lopped off a limb. So I guess it doesn't matter. He, he beheaded him. but Yeah. Yeah, that's he, pretty he, sweet. Let's see if he did though. He killed the crap out of it. <laughs> I, I had the lamp raised, you know, to throw it at the troll, and then I just kind of polish it with my sleeve and set it down on the table. Uh, it, I that guy has done absolutely nothing. It. Uh, uh, you're being attacked. In both of these, by a in both of these encounters, <laughs> he's done nothing. The encounter's not over. We still have to kill these bat things. He lights a he lights a match on his face and drops it on the troll and sets it back on fire after he does that. <laughs> All right, Kane. Uh Kane is just gonna slap at this thing with a scimitar. Hey Kane, you might want to move five foot over here, buddy. To get the plus Wait, two five to... foot where? Oh. Yeah. Get the plus two to attack. So it is it's plus two? Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming plus one for everyone after that. No. Ten. You can add, uh, at some point, everybody probably should just add a flanking thing to your character sheet so you can turn it on and off. I have a flanking thing on mine. Okay. All right, ten is going to miss. The sturge is small and, and wily. It flitters and flutters around your scimitar. Getting mad at it now. <laughs> All right. Um... And then this one over here uh, swoops in at Oliver. Oliver, it, uh, <clears throat> these things are so small, people didn't know that they talked, but you actually hear it say, I'll swallow your soul. And it tries to snap. <laughs> That's more like the ones from the movie Hit, yeah. or the book a, Hit. A 13 to hit. Yeah, that's right what it needs to roll. All right, go All straight, into your, 13. straight into your ear and sucks five hit points worth of blood right out of your ear hole. Oh, dang. Not cool. That's a bad day. What a douche. And then the other one uh, tries to attack Kane. Kane, the face, nature face. And it gets a seven to hit. Probably misses. does not do anything. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dernan turns around and uh, flicks his. Actually. He turns around and uh, rolls his eye at the sturge and says, you boys take care of these. And uh, <laughs> walks back to the bar. He just disengages. Yagra <laughs> uh, is distracted by uh, her half-spilled beer that she's trying to mop up on the floor and drink still. Oliver. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where how I got vicious mockery on my Character sheet. Somebody's it's not a spell me. that oh. I know. Oh, by the way, each of you does I have. I thought we a... told you you should get it. Yeah. Oh, it's a cantrip. Okay. 
Each of you guys does have a gold dragon coin down here at the bottom of the map, you know, where everybody's names are. Uh, you can mm -hmm. spend those for for advantage on a roll. That's what those are for. Uh, not that you need to use that on a Sturge. I just wanted to let you know if I hadn't yet. All right, Oliver, what are you All doing? Right. Um, I'm going to unleash a string of of uh, curses and insults in all the languages that I know at that stir to just uh, stuck it tongue in my ear. This one over here? Okay. Yeah. All right. Cast, use it to cast vicious mockery. All right. Um, well, let's see. Does it have to understand a language in common with you for this to work or no? Probably. Uh, if the target can hear you, though it need not understand you. Okay. Well, I've already I've already uh, established that this particular one can speak anyway. So. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I was stuck with that. You set this one up, Danny. Yeah. yeah. Mockery is yeah. a universal language. It uh, it uh, uh, looks at you with its angry beady eyes, and it gets like really red in the face and angry, and its head just explodes, <laughs> and it drops to the ground. Got so angry it had a stroke and died. Both right. it to death. Yes. What did you say to him? <laughs> All the things. I think he said, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> All the curses. They confused the crap out of me the first day that thing, that was like a thing. I was like, what the hell? I even saw Denny's wife post be like, let's go, Brandon. I was like, before I respond to this, I need to look this up and see what's going on. I literally, I literally made all the curses I know in the tongues of men, elves, and dwarves. I was feeling a little intimidated when he said, "I'll eat your soul," but now, I mean, I'm just—I don't know how to process what you just said. <laughs> Neither did he. That's true. All right, Ildan. Um, I, I'm gonna move up and attack this guy. Do I have flanking? You do not. Why not? There are literally you gotta two be guys around. You got to be directly across from an ally. Yeah. That is lame. You can step in the same spot as me, but you just have to move back out. No, nah, it's okay. Nobody can share it's a space cool. with Kane, the face, nature face. I'm going to have Strix do a flyby. That'll do oh. it, donkey. And then I will swing the rapier. All right. Yeah, you 19 and 8. You skewer it like a sausage on the 4th of July. It's dead. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! You guys look around. Up. There's a smoldering troll next to Treos. Treos is actually warming his hands against it. He's just like, it's nice. I like this. Somebody, somebody lights some incense or something. Woo! Kick that thing. Can we kick that thing down the hole? There, uh, what's, what's the crowd owner's name again? Durnan. Durnan? Huh? Yeah. Uh, he looks he looks up as, and says, You fought well. Yeah. Dump him down the hole. I'll get you guys each a drink on the house. Great. Uh, hey, hey Treos, dump, dump that thing down the hole. Hey, uh, Danny, does do I know the, can any of the parts from these creatures be used for anything? Uh, troll blood can, yeah. Um, you would know that. Okay. Do you have you have anything to extract any with? 
I mean, I've got to have some sort of. I would imagine he carries it like in a flask, backpack, or something. Uh, do you have yeah, like a toolkit of any sort? I know you're. Uh, yeah, I have tools, a priest. But... It came with a priest kit, and. Uh... Do you have? I have a tinderbox, a water skin. <clears throat> I'm gonna say oh, you would yeah. need to be trained in medicine to extract it. Okay, I have. Anybody trained in medicine? As a cleric, I would hope you're trained in medicine. Well, you know, you would think, but I think <laughs> that I was still experimenting. Um, Danny said we could go back and change these skills. <laughs> he, he did, okay. so I think I might be changing it to medicine because it would make sense. I do have a, a three check on medicine. Well, yeah, you have a good wisdom score, I would assume, but. Yeah. yeah, I would I would think but yeah, with your wisdom, medicine would be something you'd want to be trained in. Yeah. I would oh. like to be trained in that, but I didn't I I just I didn't really pay much attention to skills guys other than like insight and history and religion. Well, I would let you tell you what, I'll let you switch out persuasion for medicine right now if you want to, because why in the world would you have persuasion? Yeah, exactly. you don't need, exactly. you're literally never gonna need persuasion with me around. You've persuaded me. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going with medicine. All right. So then, give me a medicine check, and we'll see if you're able to. A fifteen. Yep, you're able to get enough uh, for two doses, basically two doses. So you could sell two vials uh, of it. We get like five gold pieces each. Um. So now that you're done bleeding the creature, can we dump it back down the hole? Yeah. So, yeah. so, is, so is Oliver complaining about the smell? Yeah, that's why I said I wish somebody would like, uh, you know, yeah, so, your lights and incense. So as Cyril makes his way back to his table, uh, he uh, says something in, in a language that he doesn't understand and uh, does like this underneath his nose. And Oliver is surrounded by the smell of rose water. Oh, yeah, I can do that, too. That's druid craft. <laughs> nice. That, that's a smart use of druidcraft there, young sorcerer. Or else is just enjoying watching the, the flaming body of the troll go down the pit. Yeah, it keeps going and going and going and going and going. And eventually you hear a muffled thump. Well, this is nice Hey, uh, let's see. At this point... I was super so, happy. Are we done with that stuff so I can ask so I can ask Yagra what the heck that was all about? Um oh, yeah. you can, but you turn yeah. around and she has uh walked off. Uh oh. That was all that was going on. But Hey Duran, do you have any idea what that fight was all about? I say as I settle up saddle up to my free drink and pull up my little spoon ladle. Did that work? Did I just show you guys this uh uh picture? No. No. Oh hold on. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. Okay, hold on. Let me, oh, let me prestidigitation. Okay. Read this That's, again here. That's a cool cantrip. Yeah, I mean, druidcraft is sort of similar, but I guess more limited in the sort of effects that had to be had to be more nature based, I suppose. All right. I have fireball. All right, maybe that won't work. Maybe this won't work because it's not. You have fireball. All right, uh, a fellow. A, as as you guys are, are talking and doing. That, oh my god. As you guys are, are, are uh, talking and, and like you know throwing trolls away, a, a fellow in a floppy hat comes up to you. Uh, 
with the tightens a scarf around his neck, strokes his mustaches, which are fairly magnificent, and says, "Ah, hello, gentlemen, hello." How many I mustaches am, does he have? Uh, two. I am Volotharp, Volothamp, uh, Gunnar, chronicler, wizard, and celebrity. You may have heard of me. At your service. Uh, hi. Hello. Nice to meet Hello. you. I'm uh, I'm Oliver Farwing. Yeah. Oh. Hi. Didn't you write that in 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 Chiria in Chira in Chiridion? In Chiridion. Yes. 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 Of course. You're familiar with my work. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Uh, huh. Immediately pulls out a piece of parchment and uh, asks him for an autograph. Oh, oh, you're too kind. You're too kind, young half elf. Please come sit. Come sit at my table with me. Grails is just immensely okay. confused. What's going That's on? Good. And... All right, and uh, goes and gets his free drink. Yeah, yeah. As uh, Bonnie's bringing y'all, brings y'all's free drinks over to Volo's uh, table, and I think we'll just we'll stop there for tonight. We'll stop it there. All right. Um, so, uh, what do you guys? I mean, we haven't gotten very far. What do you think so far about the, about uh, the adventure, the characters, having six players? Uh, for me so far, it's fine. fine for now. I mean, I don't think we're always going to have six people here. There's only somebody missing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably only make it every other time. So. What? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little different. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I liked it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, my, my goal was to be able to use vicious mockery on someone today, so that made me happy. You viciously mocked a uh, Sturge. So yeah, until its head exploded. I mean, that, that, that was even better. I never would have predicted it was going to literally blow somebody's head up. So, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh. Well, my character would be level two. <laughs> oh, pish posh. We did kill a troll. I mean, isn't that good for something? Yeah, we took out a troll at level one. That's not bad. With with, with the assistance of a pretty... Let's, let's not forget who actually hit it with a crit and lopped his head. That was, well, it was, but it was but hang on. If he, if he hadn't a critted, there were two other attacks of opportunity coming against that yeah, troll. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, if if it makes you feel better, it was also covered in sturges. It would suck most of the life out of it. Uh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm having fun with this. I think it's going to be a fun adventure. I think it's cool that you guys get to meet uh, Volo at the very beginning. Yeah, of the I know. I hate having to pretend like I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. I, I figured uh, owning a bookshop, we've probably sold a few of his books. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely have. Um, Me having trudged out of nature, I have no idea who Velo is from whoever. Right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so Matt got a hit on that. We talked about that earlier. If we're missing up to two players on any Tuesday that we're playing this, we'll, we'll go ahead. Those two characters will have just wandered off into the city somewhere for that event, for that day, that, that session. And then we'll, uh, they'll wander back whenever the players are back. So having everything be yeah. within one city, I think, really helps. Yeah, yeah sort of definitely. Awesome. Cool. Exciting. Cool. It's right. fun. Break us. And the Braves are winning 5-1. to one. Glad that John and I both uh, memorized Dissonant Whispers today. Yeah, we, we have decided oh. that as long as Jesse doesn't uh, hold us up for D&D, that the Braves do well. So. Cool. Yeah, I've, yeah I've, Jesse, that's what happens when you watch the game and play. Just telling oh. you. 
Matt, if it if it helps you with your spell selection, uh, I get dissonant whispers as like a uh, subclass feature. Oh, that's nice. Uh, no, I mean it's a really good spell. I mean, and given that I'm a bard, my selections, yeah, you know, I can't I can't have that many spells. So gotcha. I think I think it's yeah, yeah. I took cure wounds, dissonant whispers, heroism, and Tasha's hideous laughter is my first little spells right now. I've All got right. hideous laughter too. Bye, Craig. <laughs> Bye, Bye, Craig. Craig. Bye. That's that's funny. We're gonna.